0: Okay, Lawrence, you look very good in the beard. I, I hope I didn't make you disappear. Uh, <laughs> that was a compliment, you even after Lugbimer. That means you have a hot minute keeping it. Uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, we are going to be on the smaller set tonight, the one, the three sheets, the most recent set. I think Tzadik gave you the number last night. Tzadik, you can send it again if you would like. And as I mentioned, uh, this week and next week of the coming weeks, we're going to get to the main part of the sugi and the lumdis of the parameters of what is considered Chayvah Begufa and what is not. Last night, you good there? Yeah. Yeah. Last night, we saw the chuva of HaMesha on giving blood. person wanted to get paid wanted to know whether it was mutter. It's clearly mutter to give blood where it's an issue of Sarkhanis Again, the sign of the time, so many things that exist in this present era are part of the sugya. Nothing's coincidental. We saw the sugya beforehand for before COVID, but the shayla that Rabbi Meishe deals with, he's not that convinced at the end of the tshuva that it's mutter to just give blood because of the Chavala issue. He says as far that maybe in the olden times, bloodletting was positive, was done as regular routine servicing of health. And even though nishtana teva, maybe it wasn't nishtana teva completely. And it's par to positive as opposed to standard care. As I mentioned, uh, since then, the doctors have sort of said that it does help the system and clears out the system and the like and Ramesh says therefore maybe it's not but awesome. he says the person wants to do it that's not a resounding heter that's maybe it's okay and we can't stop you if you need the money now they're not giving money anymore people give blood if they're in an area where it's a constant fascist and they could be ever any concern for yidin or the present situation where people have asked me can they go out of the community Pennsylvania other Areas Pennsylvania, I'm giving an example. Recently, Bethlehem is trying this Kiddush Hashem where many high Mishyidin went. And if it's Osir, according to Ramosha, we'll discuss over the next few nights the other opinion. But Ramosha's hesitation, would he allow it over here? It's not direct, so constefoshis? I believe the answer is yes. There's a real need for the Kiddush Hashem to show where with the community and part of the general process and we give... Um, Nebuchadnezzar, we have to take, and it's important. the Eva, undoing Eva, of those who are always spreading Eva, and for the insurance policy, so to speak. And one could argue that would even matter the Isser according to Amosha. So that's a uh, an example from recent weeks. But without any of those considerations, Amosha is concerned because as chavala is a very painful no, is it risky no, but. The puncturing of vein, and they're taking blood, and it's chavallah And Kuntar Moshe needs a heter. Ramesha is assuming that that will fit into the definition of what he describes as derech nitzayin. And the Rambam, we didn't get to Ramesha on his main chuva of the plastic surgery for shiduchim and for Kavra abrius and the like, where he's going to expand on it, and we're going to explain further. But Ramesha apparently is assuming that. If you're not doing it for fun, that's already That's a problem. Why is that so? We're going to have to discuss, but otherwise it wouldn't be an issue. Our Moshe is concerned about it. In tandem with the chuva about giving blood, as I mentioned last night, there's the chuva you have in front of you, Simin Tzadi, where Moshe is going to discuss putting an IV line to bring in sugar water for a for film, Kippur where it's going to give Kayach and the person wants to do it. Is it mutter or is it an issue of Chavolo? So we're going to see this one first because this is similar to the small little wound when you take blood here where putting something in and Ramesha has a number of concerns. So let me just speak out the first part of the Tshuva and then we'll go to the middle of column two. Ramesha starts off Pointing out a number of important Svaras here. As I mentioned last night, we're not talking about somebody who is a Khadish Pasakhanala who clearly has to eat. Because as Ramesha will say at the end of the truva, if he has to eat, it's probably healthier that to he eat. Ramesha is including that case, but I'm saying Allah when the is asked today, that's usually not the case. Once in a while people will ask, they feel bad, they always fasted. I'll tell them right away, just eat if it's clear that they need it. Most of the people that are in line for a heter, quote-unquote, to get an IV line, if there is a heter, are the people who feel it's not really clear, they're extra nervous, it's not really a chayla or an expecting lady. she's not a chayla, but she gets weak. It'll help her. That's where the shayla becomes very nageya and I will show you where the svaras apply to the scenario that's commonly asked today when the IV became very popular. As opposed to Ramesha's time. Ramesha says he's talking about somebody who has a head to eat, really a, clearly a Khadisheshpa Sakhana. And he starts the true and he says, Well, you'll say that it's hutra If you have a head to eat, you have a to eat, and being de khab is kippur, and eating is hutra, and therefore you don't have to go and try to figure out ways to mitigate the issir. But he says that's not necessarily true. The Rambam. When he brings down the halachas and the Chashavas for he says D'chuyin the fashis. It's an old debate. The Nafkemin is you have to go out of your way to avoid it. We discussed in this year, and I said about a year ago, Amir Lakham is one of the Nafkemins. You have to get a guy. We generally pass in. Don't even bother trying to get a guy, even though we'll mitigate the issue from I an mean, It's the race, so you're doing yourself to Amir Lakum. If there's any shaila whatsoever of a delay, or the person handling it not being as Riz's dick, or as talented. If all things are equal, it's clearly not going to be a delay, and it's not going to cause others to think you need to get a guy. And all the other things considered, then Ramal Paskins, it's more duchuyin you should get a guy. But we don't push that agenda, because we want people to know that if it's a shy that a you could do it yourself if you think you might do a better job, or if there might be a scenario, you'll do a better job, and there won't be a delay this way. With all that said, the Ramam does use lushin duchuyin, which means It sounds like he holds that sheet. uh, you'd have to go around it, eating on your kippur before IVs. If you had to eat, you had to eat. The IV might get him over the hump without having to eat. So, Ramesha says, according to the Rambam, there might be what to discuss to get the IV instead of eating straight out. That's where the Shaila begins. Ramesha has a number of hesitations uh, against the IV route. Number one, he says in interesting Farah, he says, the Torah gives a heter of Rapa Yarape. Rapa Yarape is a heter. And you might wonder, why do you need a heter? Why did need a pus a to tell me I can heal someone? So Amrish says, it's quite simple. Without this, Gemara and has really spelled this out. Without this, you would think, Hashem made a the person in the Lord Lain, who was sick. Let him do tshuva. Let him go to an ovi, find out what's wrong, wrong if it doesn't have a avi. In the old days, they went to an avi. didn't go to doctors. Let him do tshuva. Let him dive in doing a shtadlis is almost a contradiction to the gzera of the Rebbein shalom. That's the Havimina. The Mascana is, comes the Pasuk, rape yerape. a double Oshentese says, rape is if he has an injury from man, yerape even if it's just a mysterious disease, a virus from Hashem, it's from Hashem, even when man does it, but Person's bechira uh, someone involved might be a chilek. That's a subject b'pfnay with the chavez We have Shira on that in the beginning of the chumash series uh, from way back. But Rapi Rapi tells you that lamaisa, you can, and we hold you should go to the doctor and do this shadlus, knowing full well it's up to a kashbar. just a shliach. There's a tefila brought down A lot of people don't know about that. Whenever you take any medicine, go to a doctor. You should say the irutsun that this should be referred to me. Help us recognize that it's from Hashem, and with all the doctor's knowledge, they don't know anything if Hashem doesn't paskin that the person's going to get a refuah Another backdrop of the times uh, the best of the doctors are humbly saying that the whole thing's a humbling experience because they realize what they do not know and how little they know. Mitzvah Shem will be and they'll find out, but that depends on the Tfidel and and the Rachamim of Akash hu. Lamaisa, now that we have a Kiddush of that you can't go to a doctor, and barring Yechid in the last thousand years, and barring the situation, before that, in the time of the Ravim, you went to a Navi, and he would tell you what's wrong, that's not Nagaya to come out all people today, and on our madriga, we have to do a Shadalus to go to a doctor. Once Maisa, the guy and came to visit his brother, we know that on the gain, his brother was also very great and the guy thought so and he walked in and there was a doctor there and the guy waited a few minutes. The doctor left and he asked his brother, what are you doing with the doctor? That's not a question you could ask anybody else for your madrega, and since then, I don't think there have been too many people, if any. So we go to doctors. It's a heter and it's a chiv. However, Ramesha says that perhaps the heter is only when you're doing a refuah. An IV line for somebody's sick is not giving him a refuah. It's skirting the issue of what he has to do to maintain his health and we're giving him an IV instead of healthy food. Or Moshe says, that's not refuah. Maybe there's no heter rapi rapi. Fascinating hashkafah point. That's the first thing he says in this shuvah. Maybe it's not under rapi and You have no heter to do it. You have not had to do a chavala. that's not healing him. It's not rapi rapi. introduces this farah. He says, maybe not. Maybe it still would be mutter because that's the normal way you would treat a chayla, even though normally you tell him to eat, but running an IV line is not something that we never do. And he goes on to say in the second column that he has a raya that even if it's mutter, and it's not in violation of the normal heter of standard rapi, rape, it's still not a chiv. What's his raya? So we know that there's a Pasik that the Khmer that talks about fasting on Yom Kippur, but it says anything lushan. It says the ninth of the month Tisha, And it talks about Yom Kippur, and it says Me'erv at erv, and the Gemara daishes the tainus is on Yud Tishrei, not Tes, not Chi. Why is it mentioned Chi? The Gemara makes it drasha that the a chiv said, eat Yom Kippur, which we all know about. Chiv to eat, try to eat every. But to eat Yom Kippur well. And the Gemara Dosh says, anybody eats Av Yom Kippur, it's we fasted two days. That's how important the mitzvah is to eat Av Yom Kippur. That's a plussock. So Rashi in Yuma, says in Isim, going on not just the 10th but the 9th, and Rashi says that the hashkafa behind the Zayasukasav is to prepare yourself for fasting Yom Kippur by eating on the 9th. Rashi doesn't say the word hashkafah. he just says that's the shot and the exeas. It sounds like from Rashi, one could say that there's a chiv the rights to prepare for the tinus. Normal preparing is by eating. So Ramesha says, well, maybe hooking yourself up to an IV is preparing also. So maybe it would be an union. Maybe be a chiv if you will need it. So says he doesn't think so. He says at the end of the day eating on erev Yom Kippur is gziras It's a mitzvah d'oraisa, but the gziras kasev is eating. The time at the kara is to prepare for the fast. Maybe yeah, maybe not. Rashi seems to indicate yes, but that doesn't define like any time of the Irish time at the kara. That doesn't define the mitzvah. At the end of the day, it's gziras kasev. It can't be a chiyah to prepare in this way to make the fast easier. So the question is: Is there an inyan? Is there an inyan? Yes to, not to. That's where we're going to come in in the middle of this shuvah Before that. I'll just bring from the question that was sent in today from one of our listeners, Ephraim Schneidman. If I'm pronouncing the name right, you'll let me know tomorrow. Schneidman or Schneidman. And he asked as follows, and this is exactly the question we're going to be focusing on. He said he was listening to the Shear, and we brought up the Shaila of the IV, which we're discussing now. And he wants to know, isn't there a problem of using an IV on Yom Kippur? Because the union of is not shosechem, which is the Shaila that's inherent in this particular question, the zakhiv to fast, supposed to be Ma'ana It means to have X amount of suffering, part of the Kapara, part of the challenge, part of the purification, being like malachim, whatever the case may be. That's a positive one, being like Malochem we don't eat. But it's also a Kapara. And if you're on an IV, you'll have less of Enisa not shosechem. So, first answer is the Metsias is, if persons on an IV, have told this by many people who are horrible fasters and they went on the IV because they just don't want to faint and they want to be able to dive in. they don't feel gashmak, <laughs> they're clearly fasting, they just don't feel faint, like they're about to faint or like last year when they did faint, or the people who are most not very sick, they feel that in lieu of eating they're going to do this and they're not going to have a health issue, which is what Ramesh is going to discuss they're still being ma'ana their nefesh, that's number one Number two, your question is still good, Ephraim's question is still good, is that it's taking away from the Inui. So, taking away from the Inui, would that be something that is hashkafically not correct? It can't be also lahalacha, because you're not eating. The only time it's an is eating, through the mouth. And Ivy can't be in Issacharys. Question is hashkafically. Is this a real of kima? It's a very good question. Ramesha doesn't deal with it directly. He's saying that the cause of having to eat before Yom Kippur is eating, it's preparing for the Tainas, so you survive. But it doesn't mean you have to prepare in other ways, even if we have the technology. Armesh is clear on that. He doesn't comment whether ashkafically it's chrome or not. I can hear it either way. I think that in balance of all the issues, the term I have given out for people to do it, I keep this Armesh in mind. Armesh is not happy with the idea. He, has far as the maybe it's us or other peskim say it depends on how great a tsaruch it is. I usually try to convince people out of it. But if they tell me that they really have no davening and they're really nervous the whole Yom Kippur and it really destroys their whole Yom Kippur in terms of their ability to focus on the tshuva, then there is room to yamekel. Is it chasarim of inisim? It sounds like people who need this have enough emotional upheaval and nervousness that they're mekayim inisim and they're hungry anyway. And this just preventing it from getting out of hand. And often the people that are getting the the there are people who are borderline. They really might need it. Again, if it's a Vadai, don't misquote this because it's a pretty serious Shayla. If there are need medically a food, I tell them to eat. If it's a, certainly a category of Chayyosh Pasakana, I don't go the Ivy route. It's all the people in the middle with these various issues and Yesh for yesh. So let's see what our says in the second column of page 1a. I brought you up to date on the, as far as that he introduces in the first column and the first half of the second column with the Gzadeh of, of eating on Erev Yom Kippur go to about halfway down I don't have it marked but halfway down, Mesame Trufa first one line is Mesame, the last one line is Mamish so run your finger down, third one line is Alma that's where we're going to start let me know if you don't see it, if you do see it anybody, yes, no Shtika Kaodaya? Okay, third one line. Alma. Delay me, mitzvah and atma lisanas. There's no khiiv in general to pair for the planet besides the Xaya eating on Av Yam Kippur. and the Passage is telling you you gotta eat, even though that's probably one of the reasons behind it, but it's Xavier El mitzvah Kippur. there are other Swarz, by the way. Why else would there be a mitzvah eating on Avyam Kippur? Well, it's the day of kabbalah Sateira, the second Lucas were brought. It's the day of Mechilah. We should celebrate on Yom Kippur. Just you can't, because then it's a curse to eat on Yom Kippur, so we celebrate the day before. Some say it's an interesting svar. Uh There are, you know, in absence. This is being Daesh time. We don't need, as just going to point out, we don't need a svarah, but there are other possible svarahs why there'd be a mitzvah to celebrate the coming of Yom Kippur. And obviously before Yom Kippur, because you can't eat on Yom Kippur. And therefore, you can't be a person to take an IV drip or any other pills to make it easier. Certainly can't tell him to put a needle to the vein, to puncture, to let in an IV drip. Yom an interesting Raya. When does a person, it's a fascinating raya, and there's discussion whether this is a raya to other mitzvahs. If you recall, in this year, a night seder, within the last year and a half, we had a long discussion on how much achiv there is to prepare for mitzvahs ahead of time. Remember the chayyodam, fellow's in a village, he's on a farm, and he doesn't have a minion, he doesn't have a shafer. It's either achiv to go travel by horse and buggy for a week to go the nearest settlement to put himself in a position for Rosh Hashanah to hear Schaefer He should want to, it's a great idea. It's a big shar. Is there a Khiv? So Khaya says yes there is. You know is coming, you gotta put yourself in position. Can't say I'm an onus. And many Acharem hold like that, not everybody agrees, and it sounds like Ramesha holds he doesn't agree. Mikara adin. Again, it's a great idea. You should run after mitzvahs, put yourself in position, not miss out on the opportunity. We're discussing the chiv. So Ramesha brings his Araya from Kurban Pesach. Over here, Lachairah, others agree as well. There's a din of Deruch We just have Pesach Shani. When do you have Pesach Shani? You miss Pesach Rishon. How do you miss Pesach Rishon? Yetame, Other Perturim, the bridge was washed out, the roads weren't good. Do you know there's a Shita, Deruch HaChaika, is five armies from the Azara? How can you be ten feet from the Azara and not go in? Why is that a tour? The answer is. The time you have a which is chatzays, to start bringing the pesach, you have to be there where you're supposed to be. And if you're not, you're potter. Is that smart? No. You have to you have to bring a pesach sheni. What'd you gain? Lamaisa, Ramesha says, you see that you don't have to do preparations beforehand to be in the position to do it, even though it's a very good idea. So to erev yom kippur, if it'll help you fast, you might not be able to fast without it. Do you have to get an IV. The answer is no. You have to eat. That's a set, separate, as a dezakasid. You don't have to put in an IV. It's only when the Zeman comes. That's chatzais Pesach. It says fsher because it might be a special example by Pesach, by Pesach. by Pesach. So Rashi does say eating on Erev Yom Kippur is a mitzvah and it's alchona but that's just tamayah mitzvah it doesn't regulate the din it doesn't mean that if a person will end up having to eat if he doesn't put an IV that he's chiv to put it in an IV So our Moshe up to here we didn't get to the Chavala yet comes out that he's cheshish maybe it's not rapi rapi you have no head to do heshtadlus he says that's not much, but he says maybe you could bring a ray, you have to eat before Yom Kippur, you'd have to do other childless. He says that's not much either. And right now he's saying there certainly isn't a chiv to hook up an IV. Now the question is, is it parv to positive or is it negative? So look at the last paragraph. <laughs> we have just proved where our Moshe says there's never a chiv to put in the IV. Now we have a problem with the iser. Number one, He's concerned it doesn't have a head of rapa Rappi, so then you're back to undoing the gzair of Hashem, and you're not covered by the Pusach. Rapi rape is only to go to a doctor to get healed, he's not getting healed. Gam, now we get to Ramesha Lashitasa, his point, gam sh'tchivas machat hu chavala. as we know from giving blood in the last shuva, sticking in the needle is chavala. Not a huge chavala. not very painful, but it's a chavalah. He doesn't have a good enough reason to do it and therefore it's a Khavala. for a fuah. you can do lots of Chavolas you can cut, do a surgery like Elena, if you need it this is not necessary as our message just proved it's at best parv maybe also at best parv and therefore there's an answer of chavalah. He says by the way we're not sure, there's no data on this shuva, but it's before it became very popular, and even now, doctors probably wouldn't tell you that it's just as healthy to have an IV drip when a person needs it, or might need it, than to eat healthy whole wheat bread and tuna fish. So, we don't know that it's damaging, but probably not that good for you, and haraya long term, to be on a sugar drip, is not healthy, they won't do it in the hospital. You need nutrients. They'll put in Rehmal Islam. if a person needs it, they'll put in a peg, after a while but you can't get nutrition it'll give you a short term surge of energy which for Yom Kippur is good enough but healthy it's not and maybe it has some detrimental aspects to it even the doctors can't point to anything so in general we take medicine when it has a serious upside and a very small downside which is again in our times we've seeing the whole world's working on finding medicines that do more Good then damage, and seeing if it can help without serious side effects. So, Misha says, if you have no chiv to take it, why are you taking it? Misha, you're putting it in an IV that's a sort of medicine, even though the whole IV drip is sugar water. Lamaisa, we don't know what damage it can do. And therefore, HaMesha says, you should not do it because if you have to eat because you're sick enough, then eat. And certainly for any other Ta'inus, this wouldn't be necessary. So amosha is negative on the issue. He's worried about the Ashkafa issue. He's worried about Rappi applying. He's worried about Chavala, which is a halachic issue. Now, the Kiddush of this is, and I'm just going to throw this out now, because as we go through amosha's tshuvas, we're going to have to think about and address this. Ramesha. I already mentioned this far and we're going to see it more in his main shuva when we get to it that there's no separate or chavala for yourself versus hitting somebody else. The only time it's also to hit somebody else and bechayvel him is when you're doing a derech nitzayon. The word nitsayin comes from the word ki anoshim which means fighting. The other gear is bizayon. You're trying to hit him. You're trying to embarrass him. If you're doing it for a good reason and no harm meant then it's mutar based on his and the Ramah. Ramesh just ended up in the chuva by giving blood and by getting an IV, that it's usher. He doesn't mention the Diak and the ramam of Deir HaKnitzayin. So the $100 million question here is going to be, Ramesh HaLashitasay, when we see the next chuva, we'll see it clearly. He spends a few pages spelling it out. He says, if it's not Deir HaKnitzayin, it's not an isr. what's the problem? There are other issues in this. IV chuva. he says, maybe it's not healthy, you don't have to do it, and you can eat regular food if you have a heter. Okay, but the chavala taina, why is this a Taina? It's if it's not Khavalah for yourself when it's not asa to be khaivel and hit somebody else. It's not derech Nitzayin. You're not you're not hitting yourself. You're not telling the doctor to hit you. Dark Nitayin, you're telling him to put in the needle to help you. So according to Ameasha, why should it be Our Ameisha just said it was more awesome than mutter. That's gonna be a very important question that's gonna cut across the giving the blood, the IV, and the plastic surgery for the Shidduchim and for the self-esteem where Amosha is going to quote, by that third part, he's going to quote the heter of, not Derek Nitzayin, but he doesn't quote it over here. That's going to be one problem. And we're going to have to get back to a bit of a stira. And there's another issue as well. And I will give the before we go to the Mithra Shlomo on your next truth, actually to 1b, the next, next Mahmachim can we have is a Gemara Chabbis. So, Tzadok sent in a last night which is directly Nageya to the next Mahamachom and to the next very important point in laying out our parameters. And that is, let me first uh, read to you this question and then I'll, I'll explain to you where, where it's going to be very nageya. Uh The Mishnayis and Gamar describe different hair removal methods practiced by girls slash women, some of which would clearly be causing tsar. I guess technology today could do it without such tsar, although even the technology today, laser treatment, is not so tsar-free. It's a pretty common procedure and it kind of hurts. So it's a tire issue, chavala issue, and nobody has an issue with it. People do it all the time. That's very nagea. Why are we allowing laser treatments? It's pretty blood free, but nothing's uh, guaranteed, and there's uh, certainly irritation, there's pain. So why is that pushed at its mutter? We'll put that with our earring collection, which we're going to get back to in a moment. That was a shayla I started with. Why does the whole world assume it's mutter to pierce ears? And it is mutter. Rifki man who did it. Besides other parts of the body. Uh, piercing other parts of the body today would be a chukoseim issue. And sometimes uh, a simmon that something else is wrong. But if it's standard, let's talk about piercing ears. Pretty standard. Uh, nose rings went out with times of the Khumish for uh, tzaddikim and tzadkaniyas. But piercing ears clearly mutter. question is why? so. Celtic is asking, well, this hair removal is, seems to be and done all the time, and it causes sire. so why is that much? It's the same, same Shiloh. Despite the benefit that would come doing it, there's still real sire. How would Tasis deal with it, and even according to Amesha, how does it work? That's his question, and it's a very important question for our sugya, which that and the earrings we're going to get to. As a matter of fact, the next Maramakum, believe it or not, is about pierced ears. And it's a Gemara in Shabbos. Um, anybody here learning Dafiami? Uh What are they up to in Shabbos? I know, they're in Shabbos. Samaché, I think they're past it. So, this should sound familiar from anybody learning Daph If it's not, no Taina, but maybe build in another 20 minutes for a little Chazar, uh, because this is a Mishnah. It could have been missed because it's in a list of things, talking about carrying. So, if you're not in our Sugi of and piercing ears, you might not catch the significance. If you're with us, you will understand right away that it's extremely significant take a look at 2b everybody see Samachayim and Aleph and Shabbos Habonis. I put it in brackets the Mula Mishnah so we're talking about things you can walk out with on Shabbos things that are bottled to your body and this is one line where that's the godless of Shas and the Torah Shabal Ped covers every scenario even the scenarios that wouldn't be discussed in the particular Suge is being discussed but cross crossray is always important Habanas ketanis, Little girls. We'll discuss why we're talking about little girls with Afka. Bechutin Afilu So little girls, like very little girls, would be walking around on Shabbos and they'd have in their ear a toothpick, like a little piece of wood, or a string. And they'd walk around like that Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday as well and it would sort of stick in their ear probably for years, till such time, maybe the bas mitzvah, they be B'Zecher, and the family can afford to buy earrings. Uh, how do I know that? Well, you look at Rashi. Rashi says, Bonas Katanas, first wide line, Bonas Katanas, Shemana Parents used to pierce their ears. People think this started in the Haimische community in the uh, 20th century, lemisparim or Leminyanam. It has nothing to do with that. The debate seems to be, well, why would you want to pierce the ear of a uh, five-month-old baby. answer is, I think, they're assuming it hurts less. I don't know. Never tried it. Never had it done, but that seems to be the assumption. And the brisk meal on an eight-day-old certainly hurts less than an older child or an adult. So, this seems to be the assumption. I'm not challenging the assumption, but many people do it. The many seems to be today that they pierce the ears and they put in earrings. Okay, nothing wrong with that. It happens to be in the time of the Gemara she says, in time of the Mishnah, these to pierce the ears. They didn't put the earrings in yet. Why not? Sounds like an easier solution than making sure the hole stays open by putting in a toothpick and walking around like that or putting in a string. I guess you had to be there. My assumption is they were very poor and at such time, they want to put in enough custom jewelry. They want to put in real earrings and probably have to save up. Maybe she got it for a bas mitzvah, maybe her chasna, maybe that happened at the same time. Whatever the case may be, and then they put it in later. But they didn't want the hole to close up. So they did it very young, and then they walked around like this. And the Mishnah says that's not carrying because it's bolted to the ear. That's the point of the Mishnah. Our point. Let's continue in Rashi. They put something in; it shouldn't close up. This Rashi Teva stands for the Rabbeinu with one of Rashi's Rabeinu. That's the Lamad Volvud. Good day. So. Rashi tells us, there was a many. Rashi quotes it without comment, of course, because it's mutter. So, if you think that we're making this up, we couldn't be making it up. In Chumisch, it says that they did it. But um, maybe the jewelry wasn't uh, with pierced uh, earrings. Maybe it was a clip-on earring. It wasn't. It was pierced, and Rashi says, that was the many. Quotes it without comment, There's nothing wrong with it. question is, why not? That's the question, but... Before we're asking it just based on circumstances and historical circumstances, here Rashi teaches the Mishnah, that's what they did. and it doesn't say, "Me, it's also to do that." So take a look at the next page. Page two, you have a Mihaslama. And the Mihaslama. I will introduce it now, and we will get to it in mitzvah tomorrow night. The Mihaslama, as the title suggests. on page says page two on it. Isa oh, Zion plasti, that's plastic surgery, which Ramesh's longer chuva will be about. And he has a short tshuva here, and somebody asked him about somebody who needed plastic surgery. Lavdavka, a lady, a girl for Shaduchim somebody who had enough of a problem that it was an issue for either Shaduchim self-esteem, functioning, whatever the case may be. Interestingly enough, this tshuva 90% of it, is about La Yobush and La Sobush, which is a sugya from a year and a half ago. Can a man do something like this? It's considered vain. Women are allowed to do something vain. It's a chavala issue. We'll get to that also in the shuva, and that's not a problem. That's a mitzvah for them. It's fine. Men have a problem of tikkun isha. So Shlomo Zamm is going to discuss two things: Is this a Obish issue? And then he's going to add at the end: Is it a chavala issue? Either way, plastic surgery is a chavala for sure, and you're doing a pretty serious meisah. Shlomo Zaman is going to spell out that if he really needs it and the beauty is in the eyes of the beholder and you've got to ask a Shaila and uh, I've had this Shaila from time to time it's a little scary because if a, a young lady calls or her mother calls and they start telling me and I never met them and they start telling me they need plastic surgery for this, that, and the other thing for the nose the, uh, different parts you've got to be very careful because you don't want to agree too quickly because then they're going to think that you either saw them, or you know them. You, you can't agree too quickly. And if you disagree, you can't be judgmental either. So if I don't know what they look like, which is often the case, then I'm in pretty safe territory because they know I'm not agreeing or disagreeing based on any facts on the ground. But it's a serious part of the shayla. You can't, if you look fine, you can get married, but you want to look better, then the chavala issue is an issue and the la well, is not because she's a lady. But if a man is asking the a shayla, they are both shaylas. So you got to, first have an agreement to the facts that this is causing enough collateral damage that it needs to be done and then you got to figure out what the heter is. So Shlomo Zalman says one answers the other that if it's causing an issue in functioning and functioning in self-esteem and, and tshiduchim and it's very, very, very debilitating and you need it because you're having issues moving forward even though I yad Hashem tixer, and Hashem could get him married instantly, but that's not a taina, because maybe Hashem created this matzov as any scientist to, to fix it up, and it's like any other eshtadlis. So, Shalmazama says, if Lamaisa... What was that? Is Kavad Abriyus a heter for this? Yes, there so the Kavad has to be, uh, to the extent that it's, a, it's affecting his functioning, that, you know, Kavad and self-esteem is always a difficult thing to assess because it depends on the person's self-esteem. And what one person might say, oh, why didn't he uh, uh, fix that? Uh, the person who's a very healthy individual, Baruch Hashem, healthy emotionally and physically might say, it's fantastic, Hashem made this way, I thank Hashem every morning, I'm doing great. And I'm married, and I have 14 kids, and everything's fine, and I have a great job. So uh, the fact that uh, how do I, why am I describing that? This was a conversation that took place between some Roman uh, noble uh, woman and Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua was known to not look very good in today's standards. Today's standards don't mean anything, and it's not Tarry Me And the free de Guderia is not too long ago in the time of Queen Victoria, when I was a little boy. Uh, being very heavy was a tremendous mileage. Ashirus, if you were heavy, you, that means you had food. And if you had food, that means you had money. If you had money, that means that you were in the upper echelons of society in those times. So the expression of fat cat means somebody rich. And that was considered beautiful. Uh, women and men. It's hard for us to imagine. And then all of a sudden, something changed in the 1970s and they want to, somebody wanted to sell yogurt or something like that, and everything changed. I don't know exactly what it was, but it was a drastic change, and maybe it'll change back. But that's Mamashian's example. Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder in the society and whatever they're trying to sell. So Rabbi Shua, the Gemara says, was very not good-looking. He was the gadol of Dar, the gadol of many daris. he was the brightest person alive, he was the, the Chacham of Chal the debater of Israel, the defender of Chal and he's an Olam Haba on the best section possible. Why did I shan't create them that way? Well, this noble lady asked him the same thing, and he gave her a mushel He says, you have fine wine. Do you store it in gold or do you store it in in, in a jug, in pottery or in uh, oak, uh, oak-finished uh, barrels? So she said, I don't store it in gold. He said, well, we have people, if you have somebody who's very smart with a good but you don't store it in gold. That's a beautiful mushel, but That's what he told her. The answer is, is that it depends on many different things about what the Tachzachayim is, and many different combinations in Shemayim that's specific for that neshama. And Rabbi Shua, the absolutely couldn't care less. And if anything, he said that uh, this is uh, excellent for my Anivas. And uh, if you look good, it's a challenge for the Yitzhahara and that could be dangerous also as we have many gemaras. So, there are many factors that go into this, and the answer to your question is, does that mean you have a heter? The answer is no, not if it's causing damage. If it's, if it's not causing damage, if it is causing damage, then Shlomo Zahman has his chuvah, where he says, there are two issues over here. First, got to make sure there's a shasat tzarech, and then you have to look at lo sobush, and you got to look at chavala. And he's going to say, when we see this inside tomorrow night, he's going to say, the answer to both is that if there indeed is a great tzarech, and you ask a then there's no issue of Los Silbosch, because Los Silbosch is only awesome when you're trying to be extra vain, not when you're just trying to fix a problem. And he even quotes our famous shuva, remember, with the white hairs, the black hairs, the guy with the beard, half white, half black, and it was embarrassing, and there were McKelum that this is not to be vain. This is a covenant of issue, a serious covenant. So he's one of the McKelum who says, in a drastic situation like that, you can be making Los And he goes on to apply that to Chavala, and he says a golden rule, which is going to really change our sugya, he says there's no risk of Chavala when you're doing a Tikan HaGuf, even though you're causing some blood in the process. So plastic surgery is a surgery, a lot of blood, piercing ears, a small amount of blood, and a tsar, it's Tikan HaGuf, the short answer to your question is that Shlomo Zaman would say that if it's hair removal, and that's Tikan HaGuf, and it's not low silbush because it's a lady doing it, and is needed, and piercing ears, the society has decided that looks nice, then that's tikka na goof and O'Shalom Azamu, the whole, that's not Khavala. Part of the hundred million dollar question, which I have to examine is, Rav Moshe also has a cool on the plastic surgery, but he doesn't say this fur. He has diukim in the ramam. Why doesn't he say this fur? So I'll let you think about that for tonight, and uh, any of you who uh, are not shaving, uh, There are many mylers, Any of you who will, that's mutter. And that's certainly not Silbush because women don't often shave and the hair removal is mutter. So apropos for tonight, if you plan on getting to it, that's not an encouragement. You all look fine. Have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow. Yes, Lawrence, you had a shy You had to unmute, I think. I see your lips moving, but I don't. uh... Yeah, here you are. Yeah. Lawrence, well, good night. Lawrence, your your lips are still moving. I can't hear you. You got to unmute. There's a special button you press. I'm not sure which one. There you are. Yeah. What are you saying. Hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah, now again, yes. Okay, sorry. So my question is in regards to giving blood, right. if you can say, if you if you can save someone's life, what well, what's the issue of So our sure, sure. sure starts off. You're saving a Yiddish life, it's fine. We can't do Eserum to save a life of an Akam so quickly. That's why I mentioned that in today's matzah, with all the PR negative and positive, we I believe our sure will be make or because it's part of the overall system. I mean, Tom, Eva, I think it would be a good idea. And there uh-huh. are people that are doing it. That's why I mentioned that in that context, that what happened uh-huh. in last week and two weeks ago, I think would have been mutter even quantum. to our Right. Okay. So, That's okay. Thanks, have a good night. Kol Tov. Thank you. Kol Tov.